giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good people. Man, that, that beat just makes me feel good. Make me feel good. Hope it make you guys feel good on this feel good Friday. That's right. Welcome to AZ Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, boo! Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody in the chat? Welcome to the show. A little bit of bad news on this feel good Friday. So we'll get that out the way, and we'll get back to what feels good. So today, we were supposed to have Big Duke on, but we had to reschedule. So I will let you guys know when that will happen, so apologies for that. Uh, But we'll get him back on. Something came up, and we'll get him back on for you guys to talk about that offensive line. But it's all good. We're still going to have a good show today. We will pick up where we left off yesterday. Great conversations yesterday. In our re-up or let walk segment, uh, there's about six other players we'll talk about in detail. And uh, if you guys want to join in on that, you can. 351-999-3787. Lie to you not, already someone's in the phone lines ready to go. So we'll get to you there, uh, 610, a little bit later in the show. Uh, so yeah, if you if you didn't catch that, you're still kind of just trickling in here. Uh, we were supposed to have Big Duke on today. Uh, he couldn't do it. We had to reschedule. So we will definitely get that set up because I, I definitely want to hear what he has to say live about a lot of this offensive line take. Uh, but it's all good. It's all good. Things happen. We'll keep it moving, though, man. How are you guys doing? It is definitely a... If you know this show, you know on Fridays, especially during a week where the Cowboys won, it's a feel-good Friday, and at the end of the show, on the way out, we will ask, hey, what has you feeling good heading into the weekend? I already know mine's, but I'll let y'all know later on uh, in the show, and uh, we'll get your your guys' feel-good Friday stories or, or news or what have you. So, um, yeah, stick around for that and be a part of this conversation today. I think it's going to be a good one. Oh, it's Sean Moyer. What's going on, Sean? All right, brother. Hold, hold tight. Hold tight, good brother. Hold tight. Uh, let's get into the chat. Give some shout outs here. Uh, shout out to Sheila, Miss Sheila. The Eagles are trash. Steve White, Sadika, how you doing? Jacob, uh, Stevie Mac, the my guy. Shout out to Stevie Mac. David C, my guy fresh fade in the building. Mark Smith, Annie over on Facebook. Shout out to Facebook. I always got to shout you guys out because we're still trying to grow over there. The YouTube community is a very tight community and it's, it's, it's already a big one. We're trying to get that same type of vibe over there on Facebook. So, Dennis over on Facebook, thank you. Uh, Shava, uh, CJ, my guy CJ is always coming through on Facebook. Iceberg Q, TC915, I see you. Alpha Mason, C. Burleson, Big Boy from VA. Now, that's a YouTube name right there. <laughs> Nisi, 
Uh, fresh, my guy. And who we got here? Nick. I see you, Nick. Who else is up here? Trey, my guy. Trey, Kobe, Brandon, Jeremy, and the many, many more uh, that will be coming through during the show. Good morning, Chris and Daryl and Professor O, of course. Make sure you guys check out Professor's o, Professor O's uh, article he just dropped. Very good analytics, man. He's an analytic guy. What's up, Sully and Steven? Black Blue. Lots of shout-outs because it's Feel Good Friday. I feel good, man. I feel good. You should feel good. We're here. We're alive. And no matter what's going on in your life, I believe you will get through it. You will get through it. All right? Today is actually an anniversary, believe it or not. We'll see if you guys know what that is here in a couple seconds as we get into the roundup. It is an anniversary. Does anybody know what anniversary it is today? October 22nd, 2021. Anybody know? A shooting star. Head over to the Cowboys Network on Instagram for the, the Teespring. Sherman asks, what's the update on a DAC injury? Uh, nothing right now. Nothing right now. It, everything looks like he's, you know, aiming to play against Minnesota, but we'll see next week. Anybody know? Does anybody know what the anniversary is? Interesting. No one knows. Well, we'll get into it in the roundup. We'll see if you guys can get it in the next 30 seconds. Let's do it. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys. No, no, it's not me becoming a YouTube star for the Cowboys. That's funny. This is the morning roundup presented by Texas family fitness. A solution for your fitness goals, whether it be for weight loss, toning up, strengthening up sports or stress relief. Our friends over at Texas Family Fitness have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment to group classes and experienced certified professional trainers. And if you got some little rascals, some, some little badass kids, you can put them in the club, the kids club, while they watch them, and you can still go get your gym on. And you can see them, too. So if you got some baby kids, you can bring them there. If you're looking to get your fitness journey to start, do me a favor and head on over to Texas Family Fitness, any of the nine locations, or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Here we go. The anniversary, y'all. Four-year anniversary till to this day of the Dallas Cowboys making the trade for Amari Cooper. That's right. Four years ago, October 22nd, 2018, the Dallas Cowboys front office realized, uh-oh, we made a mistake. <laughs> we, we, we made a mistake. We thought that uh, wide receiver by committee, you know, Deontay Thompson and Tavon Austin and who else was it there, y'all? Alan Hearns. That's his ankle up that year. Uh, Michael Gallup, third-round wide receiver. We, we, you know, they thought, ah, oh, we don't need Des Bryant. Jason Witten retires. Ah, we do wide receiver by tight end or tight end by committee as well. It was horrible. They surrounded Dak Prescott in this offense with, you know, just terrible, terrible complimentary receivers. Uh, so, yes, four years ago, the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper, and I think that changed a lot of 
the Cowboys' fortunes. And yesterday, Stephen Jones was on the ticket, and he was asked about the trade deadline coming up. And he said, hey, well, they asked him on the ticket if anything is in the works with the trade deadline approaching. And he said, quote, not at this point with anything on the front burner. It's always nice if there's an opportunity out there. But here's the famous Stephen Jones quote. But at the same time, we have a lot of confidence in our roster. I mean, you could, you could, you know, death taxes and Stephen Jones having a lot of confidence in his roster. Am I right? Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset or anything like that. I'm just saying. I mean, the dude says the same thing every freaking year. Every offseason, it's the same exact thing. We believe in the guys in our roster, yada, 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 yada. Um, nonetheless, uh, there are some names out there, potentially, you could talk about in the trade deadline, but I, you know, Steven's not making the move. And there's not a, a situation right now on the team as dire as the, there was in 2018. So, that's where we're at with it. I got you, Sean. I got you. After the roundup, I got you, brother. Um, he also talked about Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore on the ticket. Asked about the possibility of losing Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, and I quote, you always want to keep guys that are helping you have success at the same time. That's part of the business. Hopefully, you have some great coaches on staff who are ready to step up. I think he knows what's happening. I think he knows one of those guys are gone next year. I don't think it's going to be Quinn. Maybe that's something we'll talk about later in the season, off season, obviously. I think I've, I think Kellen Moore is a hot commodity, and it's going to be very interesting later on. Very interesting. Uh, but speaking of coaches behind them to step up, I mean, we talked about it this week would be an assistant coach week in the roundup, and today we'll hear from George Edwards. I don't know that George Edwards is a, is the, going to be the D.C., say, if Dan Quinn leaves, but I personally like um, Joe Witt Jr. He's tough, though. He's a tough-as-nails dude. He even said that. He said, I'm hard to work with, but I, I get results, and he does. But we're, we will hear from George Edwards who talked? Who is the linebackers coach? Essentially, maybe not by title, but brother, he's running the linebacker room. He's run a lot of linebacker rooms in this league. He's coached Lavar Arrington. He's coached the guys over in Minnesota. Lots of good linebackers over there. Um, so he was one of the more respected hires when McCarthy was put on board, and uh, or I think McCarthy kept him around. I'm sorry, kept him around. But I like George Edwards. He's the one that got on Michael Parsons and things like that. But we'll hear from him a little bit about uh, Dan Quinn's vision. Um, and he talks about the plan and adapting on the fly. But before we do that, yeah, Sadika says she thinks Moore is leaving. It's going to be hard to keep him unless he wants to be here. He wants to do the JG route. Like, nah, stick around until y'all get rid of Mike McCarthy. But before we do that, man, let's get Sean up in here. Sean, Sean was up in here before the show even started. What's up, Sean? Hey, how's it going? Not much, brother. I'm good. How are you on this Feel Good Friday? I'm feeling good this Friday. Here we go. I uh, I had a few things I wanted to bring up. One was I don't want to I don't want to say it. I want to speak it into existence. But what uh, Old Head and I talked about the other week. Well, it's already in existence. Well, he someone, got hurt. He's hurt already. No, no, no. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna say someone in the comments said 
ninety percent of teams would be in trouble. So it, it's the same difference either way. You know what I mean? That, that don't matter. Right. So don't don't even think about it. Um, but I'm I'm loving this team. I'm loving this six and zero team. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Because I don't recognize I don't recognize Tucker's sixty six yard field goal because it should have been seventy one, right? Are you the ta- ball should have been snapped. I'm talking about the Ravens now. Yeah. The ball should have been snapped two seconds earlier. That's yeah. a delay of game. Should have been a 71-yard kick. When, sure. a re- when a receiver pushes off and extends his arm all the way, that's called offensive pass interference, all right? Yeah. That should be called two. Yeah. I think they get 10 seconds off the clock. So it goes from like 14 seconds to four, and they're behind their own 50-yard line. So, yeah. No, nah, Cowboys win that game. NFL can say whatever they want about the kicks and about the wins. I know the real deal, all right? I know, I know what the score is. Yeah, they got but, um, the only The only reason that upsets me is because I saw how, how good this team is going to be. I saw all the pieces coming back together on offense, and I'm like, wow, is this, is this going to be a top-ten defense? Like, I don't know until I see it, but, like, this could be amazing. We went from the historically the worst defense we ever had to ever had. a top-ten defense? Uh-huh. Like, what? It's top ten in, in in one of the categories that I really like, and that's turnovers. I'm not sure where they are. They were top ten in third down conversion percentage for a little bit there. I'm not sure where well, they are I'm, now, but I guess I'm speaking hypothetically in this one because I what I do see about the defense is they're not good enough yet. But I see everyone both both sides of the ball getting better every week. I think uh, I think that Patriots game was our worst game by far. Isn't that crazy? I think the Patriots played the better thing. than they are, and I think we played worse than we were. That's why it was so close. Think about this for a second. Think about, think about this. For, that really was our worst game, right? They and on offense side of the ball, they put up six hundred yards. I'm just gonna be real. They put up six hundred yards. One hundred fifteen yeah. yards were taken yeah. away on, from ridiculous penalties, and that was all on the offensive side of the ball. And then def- defensively, they. They held them all the way to the end to what twenty two points, and that was after a bunch of bullcrap non calls. But again, we'll 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 try to ignore that. And then the, they gave up that play at the end, so obviously got to tack that on. But yeah, it was the worst game on both sides of the ball, and they still were pretty dominant at a lot of points in that game. Kind of crazy. You know, I gotta I gotta be honest. The refs didn't the refs didn't bother me in the way that oh. it was like they were making okay. egregious calls. It was more like they were being annoying and nitpicky, if anything. For the Cowboys, um, so I wasn't, but not my, not I, for the I Patriots. Didn't like, yeah, 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 and yeah, and it was and it was a little one sided. So like there was that, but I'm like, you know, a little bit. It, huh? it comes with the star. It comes with the star and the helmet, man. You know what it is. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm so glad to see uh, Dan Quinn cut, and that's another thing we just talked. You just talked about Dan Quinn and more. <sighs> like how. <laughs> How can you have a team that might go to the Super Bowl and you're talking about you you want, like, the head coach to set the side for someone else? Like, ugh, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you yeah. can't do that. Can you? You know? Like, I, I like <laughs> Mike McCarthy's response. I, I didn't bring it up. Maybe we'll talk about it Monday. We'll see. Um, he responded. He, he said they asked him about the criticism and things like that. I, I, listen, man, I'm good with Mike. I'm good with Mike. He he understands that they have to be better. They do work at it uh, and things like that. But he's not alone in in making mistakes with the clock. Like I I, I just you know I don't want to go too far down the tank on that one. Um, you just hope that a mistake that you does know what come I didn't like in this time. last game. I didn't like them. I didn't like them going forward on fourth down early in the game. You you had not yet established that you could run at will against these guys. 
and you're going to go oh. for it right the play before they tried to get a yard and they couldn't get it so he goes for it on fourth down like uh i i think that was maybe the play i think call. that was a little cocky and they paid for it i think it was a little cocky i think the, the play call might have i have more issues with the play call i'm gonna be real with you man I, I know it was on the 35, I think it was. That's a bit arrogant, but that's the type of confidence I have in this offense right now. And I think that's what Mike McCarthy showed. Like, all right, it's four for I, one. I, We're going to get it. Like, I don't have a problem going for it on fourth. Like I said, I, I think you should establish in that game on that day that you can run at will. And you know what I mean? Like, Score. if it was like their second drive and Zeke was running all over them, hell yeah. Hell yeah, run the ball on fourth and one. Don't even think about it. But that seemed a little premature for how they had started the game running. I, I didn't say I was like, oh, they don't have that much confidence right now, and then we didn't get it. I'm like, oh, geez. I mean, I had confidence. In, the offense, for real, for real, got like 40 yards on that drive. They took literally 20 yards away on some bullcrap penalties. Remember, Tyron Smith got called twice, I think it was, in the one drive for penalties that – that brought the team backwards, but that's neither here nor there. I don't have a problem with the fourth and one call. I can get where people have an issue with the clock stuff later more than that call. That's early in the game. You want to get that out the way. You have a ton of time to make up for that. So I, you know, I'm, I was cool with that. Honestly. Um, and one last thing, I love Michael Parsons because I'm a Penn state fan. Love him stepping in there and stepping up leading his defense. And uh, so glad that the Jones is stuck with Randy Gregory because he is a beast. I love it. Yes, he is. That hit he had, oh, my God, that hit he had on Jones, you can see it in slow motion in his face. Watch the game again. It looked like he regretted every decision in his life that led up to that moment. Oh, my God, he got rocked. I thought, oh I my thought he might have had a concussion. <laughs> the way he got up and stumbled oh, around, yeah. I, I thought he was concussed. I'm surprised they didn't take a look at him. Well, his – his eyes were popping a little bit, but I think that I think that's because he was a little scared that maybe like he ruptured half his organs or something because he got <laughs> rocked. Oh my god! Anyway, hey, thanks for taking my call, man. Yeah. Keep it up. I love your show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have dog. a good one. Uh, let's get two oh seven. Two oh seven. What it is? What it do? Two oh seven. Going once. 207 going twice. 207 sold to my guy, Marcus, I believe. Uh, Marcus, we got you. Is this Marcus? What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good, man, on this good Friday. Okay, exactly. I just want to go ahead and say this one thing. Um, I guarantee that the Cowboys will not lose this weekend. You can book that. <laughs> We're going to win the bye week. You know, that, that's a lock. That's a lock. You know what I mean? Lock of that's the week. That's the lock of the week. Cowboys will not lose. Uh, but, you know, and they're talking about the coordinators and, and things like that. Like, I think what people have to realize is that, one, when it comes to coordinators, there's no salary cap. So if Jerry Jones makes it enticing enough for, let's say, a Kellen Moore to leave or to stay in Dallas, then he'll be in Dallas because he had an opportunity to actually coach his alma mater. Uh, and so what I heard about that with the alma mater thing is I, I wonder if he used it as leverage because it sounded like he was interested, but from what I'm hearing is he doesn't want to do any have anything to do with recruiting right now. Like he's not trying that, to do all that stuff. That is an absolute monster. That's why I really tip my hat off to college coaches because their job really does not stop. 
Like, they are 24-7, 365, always in mode. Like, the recruiting game, especially now with the, the extra freedom that they give college players to go to the transport portal and, and everything, so you really have to have your hands on a lot more bodies. You yeah. have to have your influence over a lot more people than you do with grown men working a profession because although they love the game, it's still their profession. In here's college, a, it's Here's it's a free. silver lining with that if you want to try to piece some things together. So maybe Kellen will say, you know, I'll, I'll wait for the right opportunity, even in the NFL, because obviously right. you're not recruiting in the NFL. You know, you don't got to do any of that. But maybe right. Kellen says, uh, you know, the Jets open up. Not saying that the Jets will open up, but now nah, I don't want to coach the Jets or uh, Miami. Maybe he doesn't want to go to Miami. You know, maybe he'll wait for the right opportunity. And if it takes a couple years, it takes a couple years, because that's that's the only hope I think Cowboys Nation can can have right now. If, if this continues to roll. Kellen Moore is going to get offers. It's going to be up to Kellen Moore right. to be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stick here until I get the right opportunity. And, and you know the thing is, like, you just got to speak, again, with logic and common sense. Just think about it like this. Like, I don't believe that every single co- coordinator desires to be a head, a head coach. Like, I believe that if you really want to become a head coach, you want to basically develop your mystique. You want to build up your aura. Mm. So why leave a, a potential championship because I, like I, I really believe that if this is not the best time in, in our the last 30 years that the, the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl, like legitimately win or make a deep run in the playoffs, why would you leave this situation where you have all of these relationships already established just go to a dumpster fire? Because it's the same position that open up. At the, at, you know, it's always the Jets. It's, it's always a Jets. bad spot for the, for the most part, yeah. The, Texans are probably going to be open. So why would you leave where you are right now, where you literally have all these young pieces that are hungry, motivated, trying to get number six to go to, like you said, the Jets, go to the Broncos, go to what if the Jaguars? What if he? You know why would? What if we get number six this year? And you know what I think? (laughs) I think. Because Kellen, Kellen Moore is a smart guy. Like, he's really, uh, like, at a yes. very high IQ. I believe that he would be one of those types like how they did back in the 90s. They kept all those coordinators. When they went on that three, won those three Super Bowls, they kept basically the the OC and the DC. And then they just allowed those guys to build up their defenses. Kansas City just offense. did it too, right? Right. So, it's know, not It's I, not impossible. Right. I just believe in my heart of hearts that Kellen Moore is smart enough to say, man, I got it. I got a pretty sweet deal here. I put in my work. I went through, I, I'm in the trenches. These people believe in me. I don't think he'll just up and leave. Like it had to be like something that he just could it'd not have, turn. It'd down. have to be, yeah, it'd have to be the right, the right opportunity. I mean, well, I'm, I can't say that. I don't know what Kellen Moore is thinking, but, but I would, you, this is the hope you have to have as Cowboys nation is that he's not just going to jump at a head coaching opportunity or the multiple head coaching opportunities that he will be given, you got to hope he says, I want the right opportunity. And if it takes me a couple years and so be it. And, um, right. you know, because he's going to get imagine, a shot. And just imagine that he continues to grow as a coordinator, continues yes. to build their back. Like just imagine what he can accomplish here. He may not, I believe he may not ever leave. So That's just my opinion. like the Jason I, Garrett, I you, pretty, you think he's going to hang around like JG? Take over from Mike McCarthy when he leaves? I think, 
I think he's going to hang in. But see, what he's not going to do like J.G. did, J.G. undercut Sabotage. <laughs> Cut him right. Yeah. Because I remember that year, that off, like the first few games. They oh, were oh, I remember, bro. That that was we Remember? we were all talking and about then, man JG sabotaging this thing and as soon as Wade Phillips go whole all this stuff starts switching up like bro where was this at completely so all this good guy he's a he's a stand up guy he ain't no stand up guy I lost respect from him for that because soon as they let Wade Phillips go that offense went on a damn tear all this was John Kitna man he's always been with John Kitna exactly. And shout out to John Kidna, but come on, John Kidna. Yo, you know, man, that's a whole nother story, but I would love John Kidna as a other. I would love for John Kidna to be the head coach and then Kellen be the OC. I'm still I'm still a little worried about Kellen being the head coach just quite yet. I think he needs some, think, some more seasoning. They need to put some more uh, some seasoning on that thing first. When you talk about a head coach, man, you need a head coach to basically do, like, culture building. Yeah. We have that. And nobody's talking about that. Like, you, you're – the people who really run the team, like the 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 the, uh, the structure of the game, are the coordinators. Your head coach is there to basically veto the coordinators and provide culture. Well, it depends. It depends on it depends on the structure, though. There's certain head coaches like the Mike Holmgrens who who are all, who call the plays and run the plays. The and I'm going back in old school, but you want to talk about now the Sean McVay's, um, Zach Taylor's. The, these guys are actually running the plays. But for the most part, I'm kind of in that old school walk-around head coach mantra. If I'm going to build a team, give me what Jerry calls a walk-around head coach and let him delegate as opposed to being a guy like Dan Quinn said, I struggled. I struggled being the head coach and running the defense. That's it's, It was too much for me. Exactly. And only so many people can do that. Right. Everybody has a role. That's what I'm saying. That's all I've ever said. Like, I don't want a head coach calling plays, a general manager, a uh, head of team person. I don't want him doing all that. I want him to be the head coach. That's it. So that's why when everybody want to push my boy Mike McCarthy off a bridge, remember, they talk about how he only has one Super Bowl ring. But guess what? Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl ring since Mike McCarthy left. Uh, and that's all. Hey, brother, you have your stuff. Weekend, continue working hard, Thanks, sir. pushing forward. And God has His hands all over you, bro. My man, appreciate you, dog. All right. Salute, salute, man. Have a good weekend. You too, man. When I hear that, I just feel like I got, I got to hear the good word one more time on this great Friday. <laughs> got to hear the great word. Ain't nobody calling me, texting me, paging me. Asking me, are you still involved? Calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still involved? Ain't call Y'all usually check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm still involved. <laughs> <laughs> that man starts speaking in tongues on him. It's the good word. Gotta hear that good word. We got gotta remind ourselves we still them boys. We five and one right now. Okay, all right. With that said, grab your coffees, grab your, your drinks, your energy drinks, your water, whatever you got. We're about to roll into part two of re up or let walk. It's going to get interesting in here. It's going to get real interesting. So I'm going to give you all some time. 
Grab y'all coffees. Grab y'all water. It's about time for re-up or let walk. And when we come out of this little little 20-second break here, we'll jump into the first word to kick off re-up or let walk. All right, first word, we got George Edwards talking about the linebackers. Then when we come out of that, we'll talk about the first candidate in the re-upper let walk. No, I think Dan came in with a good plan of, and as we learned the players of what we were asking them to do schematically, I think he came in with an outline of what he wanted it to look like. And we've kind of grown as we've come along and looked at the players and what we're asking them to do and looked at the different situations defensively that we've gotten against our offense at practice, which is as hard as it gets going against them at practice. And we've had to adapt some things to the abilities of the players and what we're asking them to do. And I think it's, I think it's coming together well, and I think we'll continue to grow. I think there'll be some things as we go down the stretch that we'll add and delete and, you know, just that's just how the season goes. So we're excited about it. That is Coach George Edwards, who works with the linebackers for the last two or three seasons, I think it is. Uh, he's worked with linebackers his whole career. And he, he talked about adapting and putting these players in their position, best positions to succeed or what have you. He's worked with, he talked about in that interview, LeVar Arrington, comparing LeVar Arrington to Micah Parsons and how early downs LeVar would play, you know, as an early down backer, and then they would rush him on third downs. I think you couldn't ask ask for a better coach for Micah right now in his career. He, you know, someone that has coached a multitude of different players. Um, George Edwards is very well respected, and I think it's going to help Micah Parsons move forward. However, there is another guy. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. We good? We back? We back? We back? We back? My bad, y'all. Woo! Got a little nervous there. Um. All right, so let me run that back. The first candidate in the re-up or let walk is Leighton Vanderesh, a.k.a. LVE, a.k.a. the Wolf Hunter. Um. I think at the beginning of the year, this was kind of mixed. This this was everyone was not on the whole let him go. People were saying, oh, we could bring him back for a cheap deal. I wonder how you feel now. Um Leighton Vanderesh, Jalen Smith, when Dan Quinn was hired, I immediately said, uh oh. I don't know if I see a long term future. March came around or whenever the 
the time to pick up the fifth year option and they didn't pick it up. And it's like Keanu Neal and they draft Jabril Cox and Michael Parsons and now you see J. Ron Curse coming down. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. So y'all tell me, re-up or let walk Leighton Vanderush. Um, Paco says legs are shot. <laughs> let walk plays slow. I th- that damn neck brace make him look even slower. I can't stand it. Iceberg says peace. LV can walk. B. Burr said walk. <laughs> I'll bring it. <laughs> the walking emojis. Hold on. Let me show you. Oh, yeah. You're funny. You got the walking emojis right here. See, 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 this is where Eagles are trash. That's $5 million a year or Wolf Hunter. Bye-bye. I think that, that I wouldn't even do that. $5 million? Yeah, I'm going to start. You're already paying. You pay Keanu Neal $5 million to see. Let me see what he could look like. And right now, it's really hard for me to get on Keanu Neal. We'll talk about him right here, right after this one. He had COVID, so. But he hasn't really been all that to me. Nonetheless, uh, walk, walk, no, he can go. I feel like this is unanimous. I had y'all thinking the TV was my, my bad, man. I, I think what happened when I was setting this up, I, I clicked mute on accident. Uh, shout out to you. I bring it for the donation. Super chat. He says, I saw the New England game, and he was passive. Got to go. You know what's funny? He had a great game against the, the, the Giants. And I said this last week after the game. I said, it feels like all the linebackers always have a good game against the Jason Garrett offense. You know, last year it was Jalen Smith. This year, LVE. I said, I just want to see him carry that confidence in that, that he was pissed off. Carry that to the next week. I don't think he necessarily did that. Uh, out of position too much. Deuces. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement here. I would let him walk. I mean, this is no shock to me. I would let LVE walk. I, I kind of said this, I, you know, as soon as Dan Quinn was hired, I don't think he fits. He just doesn't fit the mold of a Quinn linebacker. He's a nice guy. Um, he can make some plays for you here and there. They've limited his snaps. With that, he is the fourth leading tackler on the team for, you know, if that's worth anything. Uh, but, yeah, I let him walk. What about, honestly, I don't even think that one was difficult. What about Keanu Neal? I wasn't even going to bring him up, but somebody asked about that in the chat. I'm a little more conflicted on Keanu Neal. I was very excited and interested to see his position switch, and I thought he showed some flashes very early. And then COVID hit. And he didn't just, hey, close contact or, or hey, he was around somebody and he got it, but no symptoms. Nah, he had COVID, like bad symptoms, had that thing. And you have to wonder, you know, that's going to affect him mentally, physically, right? And I don't know that he's quite back back right yet. So I'm, I'm a little skeptical to be hard on Keanu Neal. Maybe I want to wait till week 10, 11 to see, revisit Keanu Neal, but what? Would y'all bring back Keanu Neal? Yeah, B. Burr says not yet for Keanu Neal. If I had to, if I had to say something right now, I'd probably say no. Uh, keep him if he's cheap. Neal is a must resign. <sighs> must feel strong right now. Feel strong. I want to talk this one out though. Need to see more out of forty two. Says Paul. I'm with you there. I kind of want to see a little bit more. He's shown flashes of that power. 
Uh, he's shown flashes of coming downhill. I, I, I just need to see a little bit more post-COVID. So let's revisit him later on. Yeah, Andrew says, let him play out. I'm wondering, too, I bring it. I'm wondering. So we're in agreement here. Let LVE walk. Jabril Cox, Micah Parsons, they should be your one-two next year. Um, and continue to draft linebackers. Luke Gifford, like, I've been a Luke Gifford fan for so long. Dude kept getting hurt. I would be very interested right now. Call me crazy, y'all. Right now, I would be interested to see Luke Gifford get LVE snaps. He just seems more fluid. And I could be on some stand. You know, y'all know I like Blake and I was so advocate for Blake, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't have an ego. I'm not egotistical to be like, oh, Blake Jarwin's the greatest. Like, I, I can come out here and say he's not the best tight end on this team. <laughs> and I, I kind of feel like I'm falling into that realm with, with Gifford. I pound the table for Gifford year in, year out. Maybe it's the fandom in me, but I would like to see Luke Gifford get some tick. Real tick, not at the end of the, the game tick. Oh, well, you bring it, says, why not Jabril Cox? Absolutely. Jabril Cox and Micah Parsons should be your one-two guys right now. That, and that's just, that is what it is. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they trust Keanu Neal more right now, and they trust, they obviously trust Leighton. Leighton's been around. He's not a dumb guy. He's a smart player. Um, I just don't think physically he fits the mold of Dan Quinn. So let's move on. To the next re-up or let you know what before we move on, let me give a shout out to Leighton Van Der Rush though. We might not see that that much anymore. Yeah. We might not see it. <laughs> he hasn't done it. He swiped more than he gave a how, it feels like. All right. Next up on the re-up, let walk. Easy one here. Easy, easy, easy one here. One. Randall Gregory, right? I mean, I'm just going to shut up and just let this play and, and, and read what you guys got to say. I don't even know if his name is Randall. Sure it is, but Randy. And Randy Randy's pops usually watches the show. If you're watching this, I apologize if his name is not Randall. I'm just having some fun. Randy Gregory, man. I mean, this shouldn't even be a discussion. Okay, Parker said it is Randall. Thank you. Set it off. Chris says, stop it, man. This ain't even up. I know. This is a low-hanging fruit. (laughs) This is, come on, man. I'm I'm really more interested to see if someone says no. More than anything. Who says no and why? (laughs) TZ says, hell no. Just kidding. So, Flo, we're, we're re-up or let walk part two, and we're talking about Randy Gregory. I mean, this dude is a monster. He Right now, if you're in the PFF grades, you know, I always lead, I always lead with that. He's the fourth-graded, highest-graded edge rusher. 22 pressures, four sacks, three tackles for loss, eight quarterback hits. He's a young 29, and I think I like that a lot about Randy. He's mature, but physically he's not beat up. Randy hasn't played a lot of snaps in his career, and we know why, right, folks? Like, we understand why Randy Gregory has not played a lot of snaps in his career. But 
he is without a doubt maybe your most impactful defensive lineman until D-Law gets back. And D-Law might have to earn that one back. You got to earn that one back, bro. Because Randy's doing everything right now. He's 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 showing up in the run game. He's showing up in the pass game. He's setting up for his other teammates. You pay this man. Here's a twist, though. If you pay him, do you have to make a decision with number 90? I don't know. I don't know. I don't quite know yet. I'll let y'all discuss that one. Uh, 905, we got you. You live. What's up? What's going on, Sky? North of the Star here. What's up, North? I'm going to turn off my car to make sure it's not allowed here. Yeah, so I'm um, right. I had to call in when Randy Gregory came up because I've been <laughs> campaigning him for the last couple of weeks. Uh, just really happy. I would honestly need to sign him. This story needs to be finished, right? This is. And it kind of happened with Jalen Smith and it ended up going sour. Jerry gave him that contract because he won. He was ready to like claim a win, you know, that he's stuck. But this, this right here is like sticking through Randy Gregory and him getting his contract. That's why I think they're going to make it happen. Jerry wants to see this win that he feels he was a part of this. Yeah, I think he, I think Jerry got way too, way too far ahead of himself with uh, Jalen Smith because he showed, he showed flashes in one year and the injury was, st- we, a lot of fans were still like, okay, can he do it again? Uh, will this leg creep back up? Uh, we got to see. This was unprecedented. No one's ever really done this. So I think he jumped the gun and thought he got out on everybody there. But, in, in fact, he kind of hurt his own damn self by signing Jalen that early. Yeah. And my favorite part about Randy Gregory, like, if you were to create a guy on Madden, like a defensive end, he would look like Randy Gregory. And that sack against Mac Jones and really a lot of his sacks, they're, they're not like uh, five, six-second plays. You, his sacks are like the QB's dropping back, and he just gets them. And those are the sacks you need for Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. These top QBs, you need those kind of sacks. Those, those plays can change the game. Yeah, he, he's so I, that's why I called him the most impactful. Um, I love strip sacks, right? He, he can get those. Uh, he, sets, he sets his teammates up. He has a, a, a lot of forced fumbles in his career. So does D-Law. But – I kind of I'll pre preface it. Do you do something with D Law? I don't think you do. I would bring them both back and let them terrorize the quarterbacks. Yeah, no this this window is right now for the Cowboys, so they don't need to force D Law out. And now D Law is going to come back to more one on ones because if you heard Randy Gregory talk, they're chipping him a lot. He's already getting that he attention. He said, so "Chip me." He told him. He looked in that camera and said, "You better chip me, or I'm going to get home." He ain't lying. Yeah, so really happy for Andy Gregory. Pretty much what everyone is, uh, LVE is an over. I wouldn't bring him back. I thought they would have did the option just to have that. Because uh, I don't know what the option would have been for him. But I was surprised they didn't do it just to have the option. But if they didn't trust he was going to stay healthy. And they're already on the hook for Jalen. And they already seen that one going sour. So maybe that's why that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think they're going to bring him back. This, this coaching staff ain't afraid to say, you know what, see ya. <laughs> they cut all those free agents last year to cut Jalen Smith. I don't think they'll bring LVE back. Yeah, that's why he didn't even – when I was thinking about this show, I didn't even think his name was going to come up. I was thinking it was going to be like Curse, KZ, how are we going to treat these guys? And uh, those guys, I hope we can bring them back. We'll see how they play. Like you said yesterday, uh, yesterday's price – or Yesterday's price. price is not today's price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and KZ heard his price this week. That's for sure. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll get into KZ and them later. KZ, they are a couple players later. We'll get into them. I got you, bro. Yeah, and I just hope Cowboys. I'll just say just on their own free agents. I just want it to be aggressive because, like I said, I think the window is now. You got a franchise QB who just signed his deal. You got a star corner who's just on his deal. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to pay him after year three. There's no no questions about it. But you got that. You got Micah. Par- you got the right keys. He- like now you got CD on a rookie deal. It's the time is now. Yes. So I just want it to be aggressive and I. Th- and the, the reason I think they will be is because if you sign your own, it does not count against the compensatory picks if you can do that before the free agency. And that's something that they love, and that's something that they weigh heavily. So I'm hoping they will be. Yeah, you're right, man. Hey, appreciate the call, North. All right. Well, take it easy, Scott. You too, man. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer uh, with Randy, with RG. Just a good dude, good for the locker room, great player. Easy, easy no-brainer. Uh, Eagles are trash, but the donation has this to say, though. So- Super chat. Uh, law D laws do eighteen million versus the cap next year. If we don't restructure to a signing bonus, we can't sign anybody. Twenty eight million in cap space in twenty twenty two, only seven million in twenty twenty three. That we're we're going way left. Eagles are trash. Way left. The Cowboys they'll they'll get cap. I'm not really worried about them getting cap. They'll do some restructures with these guys. They'll cut some people. Uh, the money will be there. They'll find the money, especially to sign their own. That's one thing I know that they will do. Will they create money to sign somebody else? Probably not. That's one thing they don't do. Uh, but they they will definitely create money to sign their own. So don't get too caught up into the cap numbers right now. If they want Randy Gregory, they will they will sign Randy Gregory. If they don't want him back because they think that he's not worth worth it, they won't sign him back. It's pretty much that simple for the Dallas Cowboys and their players. Look at look at the list: Dez, Zeke, Dak. D-Law, Jalen, I can go on. If they want the guys, they'll sign. All right, uh, let's get to, I think we had Twan waiting on the line. Twan, what's up? What you got for us right quick? What's this guy? Mm-hmm. Quickly, I just really want to talk about um, the LVE thing. Um, yep. I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to wait to the end of the season. I'm not going to lie. I don't think, I feel like for me, it's just too early hmm. to really say Allen Mark. He's not playing great or out world, but I don't think he's been horrible like, uh, as Jay. Yeah. And I think the way they're going to really kind of show that, okay. Yeah, I think horrible would be would be strong, but he doesn't look like he fits. I think that's what bugs me. He just doesn't look like he fits with this fast defense, this versatile defense that's moving around, you know. And, and if you're not comfortable in, in this scheme, you're not going to play fast, right? So, I don't know. Let's give it some more time. But right now, to me, I wouldn't bring him back. I, I really feel like you might have another year when it, when it comes playoff time. I don't know. I, just, I, just, I, I hope. Hey, I like him. And I'm not really trying to have my emotions attached to the players too much because I know that's not going to be a good thing. It's, it's natural. It's natural. Sometimes though, you have to say, okay, I know I like this guy a lot, but let me remove that real quick and then evaluate him. If you can be, if you're able to do that, you're good to go. Right. And um, another thing I've been seeing in the comments is that we should know to be able to if we decide to pay Randy Gregory. I'm like, fuck no. Like the last time they said, the championship window is now. Like, I, I read, I just both of them. And I, and I really have a feeling that once you lie, if the foot ain't too, too severe, you know, with surgery, I feel like he actually might see increasing production because now Randy's getting attention. Now, right. And is he, let me ask you is he, Reaching to say that both players will have double-digit stats for the year? 
All right, I'm going to take that question off air because you're getting real low. All right, bro? Uh, I mean, appreciate you. Yeah, I got you. You said, do I think they both will have double-digit sacks by the end of the year? I yeah. Uh, I will say no uh, because DeMarcus Lawrence is not coming back probably until late November, maybe December. Even if he comes back in November, you're talking about possibly a historic run to even get double-digit sacks. So uh, I don't think that'll happen. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think it needs to happen. I just think you need to see Demarcus Lawrence be able to come back and be Demarcus Lawrence. The one thing I think we're forgetting is he did break his foot, and you brought it up. That's that's scary. That's scary season right there. You know, some people don't recover all the way. They recover functionally or um, physically the bone, but functionally it can take some time. We may not see full capacity at Demarcus Lawrence till next year. So something to keep an eye, something to keep an eye on. Um. Okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll go to the next. No, no, we're going to take this call. We're going to take this call. Then we'll go to the next re-up. Uh, 908, what it is, what it do? Hey, uh, I heard everything you were talking about with Randy Gregory, and absolutely we should bring him back. But um, I think you can't justify getting rid of Demarcus Lawrence mm. just because you bring him back Randy Gregory. you got to hang on to Lawrence. He's been pretty much the franchise piece on defense for – a long time. No, I, I don't disagree. I, I wouldn't get rid of, of D-Law. Um, I would likely ask for another restructure or some type of thing. But um, remember, if you restructure, you're kicking a can down the road. But, hey, it, that that's just part of the whole thing. But, yeah, I would keep. I would bring them back. I want to keep all these good players. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, you know, those two guys together, you got to keep them on the same D-line. And, you know, with Parsons, Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith are probably not going to be. Jalen Smith's gone. Van Der Esch is probably going to be gone. So you got to move Parsons to linebacker. So you need those two guys at the defensive end for the defense to function. Yeah, I'm, I'm really – I can't wait to see Parsons on the field with D-Law and Randy Gregory more and more. We got yeah. one game of it, and that was his first game in, his, in, NFL, in the NFL, his first. So when, when you get those guys back in November or December – He'll have, you know, a whole lot of games under his belt. So it's going to be real interesting to see how they all perform together. We really don't have any evidence of that just quite yet. Yeah, you get excited about the defense once you get all those guys back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, man, appreciate the call. All right, thanks for having me. Yep. All right, let's move on to re-up or let walk, and we're going to start with one. Uh-oh, let me, let me, let me, let me. Take him away. One Noah Brown. I wasn't going to include Noah Brown uh, yesterday, but some people brought up some interesting takes, and I felt like he deserved to be here. Not because he puts up a lot of stats or anything like that, but over the last two years, Noah just seems to just deliver. He just delivers. And I think it's interesting because it kind of goes back to the Cedric Wilson. It goes back to the Michael Gallup. What if you don't bring back Michael Gallup because he's going to cost too much? Said is Said's price isn't dropping, right? Said's price is increasing. One guy whose price is not increasing, and it's not due to because he can't play, but more so because he's just not getting those opportunities like those other guys, is Noah. 
And he's one of the guys I have to say, hey, man, hat tip to you. I was ready to boot you off the team so many times between 2017 and 2020. But I think he's shown up the last two years as a receiver. I think he's gotten better as a receiver. He's physical. He can go up and get the ball. He's shown the ability to block. We know that under Jason Garrett. And he's just does yeoman's work. So, and I don't think he's going to cost you a lot. So price, I don't think you're going to have to really worry about price. So for me, I'd re-up. Here's why I'd re-up. If said walks, if Gallup walks, you're left with CD and Coop. Amazing, right? You got Simi in the tuck, right? You got Simi in the tuck. But you really don't have anyone that's played in this system long enough or has that relationship with Dak. Noah does. So what Noah allows you to do is keep that chemistry in depth, not just necessarily talent, but that chemistry. Cedric Wilson is not this amazing talent. He's a good player. Noah's not this amazing talent. He's a good player. But what they provide on top of the talent that they do have is the chemistry in this offense, the chemistry with with Dak Prescott and the ability to go out there and when their number is called perform. I think that's valuable. I would re up Noah Brown, y'all. I would. That way, if anything happens to CD, if anything happens to to Coop, you can say, "All right, I know this guy's not any of them." Although I get them confused. There's times where where catch happens. I'm thinking it's CD. Hell, in, in the uh, drive of the game, I thought Noah Brown was CD Lamb in one of the plays. So there's that. Nonetheless, you got three solid guys that's been in this system. And they 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 can perform. That's my take on it. How y'all feel about it? <laughs> Steve says Simeon a tuck is baggage. Is he garbage? Yeah, Simi has an internet. And that's the thing, right? Simi still has to go out there and perform. Right now, to me, it would be if we're hypothetically speaking, no Gallup, no said, no was your third guy. Marcus says I'd re-up. Good point, says Dylan. Uh Noah can be number three if needed, says B Bird. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me. Get into the chat so y'all can see these things here. Noah Brown, unsung hero, says Charlene. Yeah, unsung hero is interesting. Uh, Noah's so good, people mistake him for CD. (laughs) That's true. I've had fans at Texas Live like, was that CD Lamb? I'm playing fantasy football. Was that CD Lamb? Nah, it was Noah Brown. Yeah, so I'll re him up, y'all. Not now. If they don't, I'm not going. There's tons of players you can, you know, sign. But I, I think I do it. I think I do it. All right, Tony from Tampa. What you got for us, Tony from Tampa? Man, what's going on, man? What's going on, good brother? I don't know if you can hear me, man. I'm going through the back end of Orlando right now. I don't know if you can hear me. I got you. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Noah Brown, man. I feel like you, you know, Noah Brown could be in the draft, man. I feel like, you know, you can get a uh, sure. a third, fourth round pick that can put up uh the numbers that he put up, man, that can do the stuff that he do. Uh you know, we had him for a long time, man. Really break out, break out, you know what I mean? I think So I mean I feel like Go ahead. Where where I'm getting at is because you're right, talent wise you obviously can find a Noah Brown in this draft. Um but what I'm looking at it like is this the depth, like Noah Brown's been around, which you're not going to get in, in the draft because you're not going to draft a receiver probably in the top three rounds. I, I I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Um, so what you're not going to get is a guy who can come in here and pick up this playbook and pick up the chemistry right away, know where to be and how to be on this team in case one of these guys go down or just in general in the three wide receiver set. So I think like that's some added value, but I don't disagree. Talent wise, yeah. you can easily find a Noah Brown talent wise. In the yeah, draft. I mean, but I mean, as far as paying them though, I mean, you know, yeah, what I mean, what, like, what's the money going to be like? What yeah. You gonna pay them? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Randy Gregory, man, you gotta sign him back, man. You gotta he a monster, man. You gotta sign that that monster back, man. You gotta have dogs on the defense. And, and um, he always been a dog, man. He always been one. He just had a little trouble here and there. But he always been productive when he's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really feel like he should come back. LVE, man, he need to walk. He need to walk. I didn't see him get uh, blasted down the goal line. Like, you know, that neck that neck brace, it do slow him down. You know what I mean? Like, he can't even really turn and maneuver the way he yeah, wants he to, man. Don't... You know, I don't. It looked funny, man. It looked he, funny right now. And he one taco away from being out anyway, man. Like, you know, he one taco away from getting another neck stinger or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know about paying him. I, I don't know about paying him. I wouldn't right now. Uh, yeah, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Juan O'Neal? Keanu. Keanu O'Neal? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man, because I would like to see Jabril Cox, man, like, I will play him the rest of the season, see where he at. If he flash, he do his thing, and he want you know he come on the cheap, yeah. But uh, I, I want to see Jabril Cox, man. They keep holding this man back. I, I don't know why. No. Maybe he ain't ready. But man, I don't know, man. I want to see Jabril Cox in there, man. No, I believe I'm he you. can do it, man. I'm with you. I want to see I mean? Jabril That's too. That's all, man. I ain't you know, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. But you know, I had to put my two cents in it. You hey. know? I appreciate you as always, Tony from Tampa. You make sure you drive hey, safe. Hey man, out there. you and Foots, man. You and Foots, man. Yeah, man, y'all my guys, man. You and Foots, man. He, you know, I wish Foots had a call in like that too, man. Like y'all two keep it real, man. To me, man. Like they got a lot of bloggers out there, man. But you, every morning, Foots. You know, maybe later on in the afternoon. You know. Thank you, good brother. Y'all get it. to me, man. Y'all get to me how how you know how it's supposed to be, man. So. If it's my guy, appreciate I, you, man. Me and Foot, we're, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get something going. We, we, we got a conglomerate, and, and we're trying to get something popping for you guys in the future, man. But hey, man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That boy, that boy ain't nothing. He, he ain't nothing to play with with that no. draft, man. Oh no, I've no, been no. watching him for years, man. Like he been on, he been on it, man. There's a handful you of guys I mean? that I that I go to for draft, and Foots is one of them. Man. Appreciate you, Tony. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Hey, right. my, Montana. You 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 silly Montana, <laughs> you silly man. Uh, got a couple more callers in here. Let's. No, the next one's going to be v- kind of controversial. I don't think it's going to be that controversial because I know I already know how the feeling is around him. I know what the temperature is around him. So before I get into that, I want to get into. Uh, I want to get Los on the phone here, and then we'll jump into the next re upper let walk, and we'll try to swift through this thing. Los, what's up, man? Yo, what up, Sky? Good morning, good morning. Hope you're having a good one. God bless. Thank you, sir. Um, hey, just real quick, three things, and then I'll let you hit off on that, man. Yesterday's price is not today's price, all right? So, one, yes, we paid the law, but you got to realize, Cowboys fans, we had no type of pass rush. So, Ooh. to see all this type of depth in pass rush, that's saying something. 
But like I said, yesterday, like you said it, yesterday price is not today's price. So you're going the other but way with I it. Feel, you, I, you, you, you going with he, he wasn't he was worth it then, but he may not be worth it now, huh? Yeah. And however, I would that's what I was getting to. I would say this though, if Randy, if let's I'm a, let's be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Randy is looking what we wanted the the law to look like, and then. Parsons is looking what we wanted Jalen Smith and uh, what is how you pronounce it? Late, late, Vanderish? late, Vanderish, yeah, yeah, to look like. <laughs> so like if they him. don't perform this year, I don't, I think your boys can't stay. We will D-Law. see if people them off, huh? Y'all don't like D Law, do you? I mean, I do like D Law. I mean, don't get me wrong, I really, I really love it, but I just feel like he can develop someone else for her, you know, to. I'm not trying. I'm hey. I'm not trying to win one. I'm trying to win multiple. Sky, all right. I'm trying to hit Bale Dynasty. You know, but um, that's all. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a great player, but I'm just saying for the for what Randy for what Randy and Parsons can do right now, I just feel like we can make it work. You know, but I'm I'm saying for this year we're all in. We're all in. I'm all in for yeah. D-Law and, and you know and everything. See, I'm just saying if they don't perform this year, you know, we just gotta we just gotta keep. I hope like hell. Listen, Los. Listen, Los. I hope like hell. They're not thinking. You know what? We'll, we can move Micah Parsons to defensive end. So let's cut. I don't want to see that. I. I don't. I don't. Micah Parsons is he? He's a situational pass rusher, right? Like he's not a. I'm going to bang against 335 pound tackles for 60 plays a game, week in and week out. In my opinion. He's so versatile and so good. I want him to be at linebacker, and then when I need him to rush, I can rush him up the middle. I can send him on stunts or blitzes. I, I, I want let, let's see D. Law Parsons and Gregory before we just kick him off the bridge and throw Micah down at defense end. Let's see that first. Can we see that first? Yeah, and and, and what I would like for Dan Quinn to do is instead of using I don't want uh, like you said I don't want Parsons D in full time. I Some like people to do, rotate, but I would. I do want Jabril Cox more snaps, okay? I do want him to take uh, Parsons some snaps while Parsons come at the edge to kind of blitz. I'm, I, I time, agree with know? that. When when they move, go look at the Patriots tape. We talked about it on Tuesday after further review. If you go look at a lot of the success that the Patriots had, it's when the Cowboys moved Micah Parsons to defensive end and they put Keanu Neal at the Mike linebacker. That's not – I don't like that. So why not just throw Jabril Cox in there, who was an actual linebacker, and see if you can get some success or play Jabril Cox with one of the linebackers when Micah Parsons comes down. So I'm with you. More Jabril Cox when Micah does come down on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and that's it, man. I mean, I just saw I saw the film and from what I've seen from the games, but, I mean, that's it. And then just to hit it off, man, go Cowboys. Let's, 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 let's see these games in this bye week. Let's chill. And now let's be ready for next week to whip us out of those Vikings. Yes, sir. Good call, man. Good call. All right. Oh, it's going to be so interesting in the offseason with D-Law because the, the arguments are fair, like, like kind of fair. <laughs> because y'all, y'all don't like how much you're getting paid. Um, and, you know, you got paid to rush and all those things like that. But I'm trying to win, to be honest with you. I'm really trying to win the Super Bowl. And a lot of your main players are already signed long-term. So if it's not going to hurt you or your main players, let's run his back one more time. And if, if, if things don't work out injury-wise or whatever next year, then have that conversation. But trying to win a Super Bowl this year, trying to win a Super Bowl next year. But let's start, obviously, with this year. All right, here's the next one. 
I'm more interested to see how y'all y'all think about this one. Re up or let walk. Connor Williams. I feel like I gotta press this button every time I say his name. <laughs> Maybe it's not as I'm just interested. I'm interested to see your thoughts. Connor Williams, re up or let walk. He's not gonna get a lot of fanfare after this game. Um the main issue with Connor Williams right now this year, without a doubt, not even close, is the penalties. Lots and lots and lots of penalties. In fact, he leads the league with nine penalties this year. A little bit of a caveat there. Four of those penalties came last week, believe it or not. He was called on four with four penalties last week. I'm not going to break down the penalties. ESPN, SportsCenter, break it down. I'm not going to do that. They called the penalties. It is what it is. Now he has nine. Follow me real quick. There was a point in time in Dak Prescott's career, I think it was a 2019 season, where he didn't have a single comeback victory, fourth quarter, anything like that. And I said, to me, that is an aberration. That is not the normality. I will say that with Connor Williams penalty-wise. He, he's normally not going to get double-digit penalties. He's been four or five throughout his career. Now he has nine. So I look at that as a aberration not a normality so if i'm going to look at it that way now let's look at the tape i don't have a problem with connor williams play however i'm not resigning connor williams so therefore i'm going to let him walk i'm gonna let him walk i haven't looked in the chat yet but i would imagine some of you guys are about are saying what i'm about to say here's why i'm let him walk you got his replacement on the team for the next two years. Connor McGovern. Hey, Connor Williams. I, I'm not even mad at you for what you've provided for this team. Here's why. They drafted your ass an undersized tackle and moved you inside. For what? I have no idea. I have no idea why. So they put themselves in that situation. Struggled as you would. You're 295-pound guard in your rookie year. Struggled. But the last two seasons, last year and this year, you have progressed. Connor Williams is a legitimate starting offensive lineman in this league. That's a fact. If you don't like him, you don't like him. That's cool. But a lot of teams will take Connor Williams. Trust me. Um, He's actually having a career (laughs) year if you want to go by grades or whatever. Because some people are using grades one way and some people are ignoring grades another way when it comes to the Connor Williams discussion. Uh, But... He's likely going to cost a little bit of money, not a lot of money, but too much for me where I could just say, cool, Connor, peace. Your other brother, the other Connor can step right in. So I am going to let him walk. Just continue to draft and develop offensive linemen. You're not going to have five pro bowlers across the field. So if I go into next year with Tyler Biotis continuing to develop, I got I got Tyron Smith, I got McGovern, Biotis, Zach, and uh, LC, and then my swing is Terrence because he's still underneath. I feel like you got a solid six. Matt Forniak is still there, so let's see if he you can develop. So Josh Ball is coming back. So I don't think you need to bring back Connor Williams. So Stevie Mac says his current value is 10.2. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. And he may well be worth whatever. I, I just... I don't even think I bring him back on 
anything close to 10 because I can use that money elsewhere. I got McGovern in the tuck. I got Simi, right? I talk about Simi in the tuck. I got McGovern in the tuck. I got a Mac in the in the tuck. Okay? <laughs> a Mac 66. Um, <laughs> let me get David Moore up in here. What's your thoughts on this, David? David, you live, man. What's up, man? What's your thoughts on this? Well, in terms of uh, Neil, he had he 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 contracted COVID. So and and Zeke had contracted for COVID too. It took him a few games to get back into oh, shape. Oh. So you talking about Keanu Neil? Neil yeah. Right. yeah, Neil. Yeah, Neil be all right. Neil be all right. Yeah, you know, no, they athletes, so you know what I'm saying. They're gonna be all right. Yeah. Um, Randy. I hope we don't draw it out like we did D-Law. I want us to get it done because we 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 drew we drew we 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 took too long to do y'all, and then the price went up. You know what I'm saying? And even with Dak, you know, delaying and signing these guys when their time is when their time is up, get it done so therefore we could allot money to different places. We don't necessarily need to. Randy's proven and. We invested, we invested in him, and we we trusted him and Randy. So you know what I'm saying. But with all the the, the off the field stuff, we could have been cut him. But we he's still on the team. We see something. He's proven what he's able to do, and, and even in terms of getting that time, man, getting that time where where we gave up on Taco, but Taco had. D-Lord, we they had we had Randy. So he that Taco wound up being a bust, but he wasn't able to get on the field. That's the same thing with Noah. We got he got Cedric. We got Gallup Cedric. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we got there's so many people before these guys, so we're not going to be able to fully get the opportunity to see them do what they need to do because we have people before them. That are, are hey, it it so, may, but it may help out the Cowboys in bringing them back, guys like Noah, because the, the price is going to be pretty low. I think. Right, 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 and, and, and that's be that's be economical. You know, we we don't want to be spending money where we don't have to, because you know, in, in terms of even Colin Williams, we're talking. I don't think we're we, talking yeah. about the penalty. But we know, and then there was even a, a point where they were trying to talk about, okay, well. Keeping my guard, but then if uh, eventually where he moves to tackle, I don't know. That was that was a, a oh, somewhat yeah. experiment. And then and then and then him talk about him being center. He one thing one thing I'm gonna say about that is yeah, you're one thing, and then we're gonna keep it moving. What's up? Right, actually, actually absolutely. Uh, but one thing is this: Connor is he had to bulk up, and I guess you know in terms of bulking up. I'd rather see the guy be in terms of progression where he's already that. He doesn't have to bulk it. So, you know, Connor, he, you know, trying to move him all over the place. I don't know if that's a good little more. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's a little big call, young guy. I, I'll talk to you again. Appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. F- 5-2-0. What you got <laughs> for us, 5-2-0? Hey, what's up? Sky is Trucker's Life. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Trucker's Life, man? Long time no speak, brother. How you doing? Man, I'm good, just working like always. But, yeah. hey, we got to let Connor go. Connor, hey, like you said, we got McGovern right there. Right in the tuck. And the one game that McGovern played in, 
He was pretty good. Look at how he performed. He was good, man. To me, that right there said he should have. In my opinion, I would have. I would have took Connor out and just inserted McGovern. I don't think you. I, don't, I think he. I think he's that good. I think he's that good right now. He's just gonna get better. Yeah. With experience. Yeah, I'm. I'm torn. I'm torn on McGovern replacing. Because I don't, I think I don't think Connor's played so bad that you need to replace him. I don't think he's played bad at all. Honestly, I think the the person to replace, if you wanted to, would have been Biotish, right? Like if you're if you're impatient, yeah, and I'll admit yeah. I I've shown some impatience with Biotish. If I'm going to replace someone, it was Tyler Biotish. He's played better over the last few year, few weeks, but um, let's see how he fares by the end of the year. But the good, the beautiful thing is you have Connor McGovern in the tuck that you can cross train him at center. Or you can just plug him right in for uh, Connor Williams if he walks. Yeah, but hey, Layton gotta go. Layton gotta go. But for sure, what what would you think about this? Because look, listen to this lineup. We put Randy at right end, Osa at the one. This is just on pass passing plays. NASCAR package type. Osa thing, at yeah. the one. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the NASCAR package. Osa at the one, Law at the three, and Parsons at the other end. What quarterback is going to be able to live through that? I like that. I like that a lot. You know, and then, you know, make it even better, put your Jabril Cox in the middle of the field. Come on, exactly. coach. Exactly. Come on, exactly. But I think I think what we're going to do is we're going to let Leighton walk. We might end up getting another linebacker in like the second or third round next year. That's oh, what I'm yeah. we should do. Uh, listen, there's one thing I, I am all about, and that's drafting a linebacker pretty much every damn year. Doesn't got to be early. That's what I'm thinking. Fourth, fifth, sixth round. Just get continue to bring them in. We'll get another athletic linebacker that actually mixes with this linebacker core because Layton don't. Doesn't. Layton is too slow. He can't hit no more. It looked like he's scared to get in there. He's scared to get in the mix. He just doesn't but, fit this um, system. He'll 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 probably fit somewhere else, but but not here, man. It's not here, trucker. I don't I don't I just after seeing him get pushed around like that at the goal line last week, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Put Jabril Cox at Jabril Cox, get his bruises in, let him learn. Stop holding him back to get Leighton out there. Leighton just ain't cutting it. He ain't cutting it, man. But that's all I wanted to. But oh, and I would say. I say let uh, Noah walk because we do got Simeon Pahoko. We do got Simeon in the tuck. Who might actually just do the same shit that Noah's doing. But I'll let you go. I just wanted to come in and say that real quick. And I will talk to y'all later. All right, man. Appreciate it, Trucker. As always, brother. Always appreciate right. it. Yep. Yeah. Connor Williams, man. It, it, he's uh, he's one of those hot button topic players, rightfully so. You can't have nine penalties, man. You know, and sometimes he shows up and gets gets mauled at the wrong, the, the worst times possible. <laughs> gets mauled, but uh, hey, man, his services have been fine this year. But I'm not paying for his services moving forward with Connor McGovern and the Tuck. That's how I feel. That that's how I feel about it. All right, so we're going to go on to the next re-up, and we're going to cluster these guys together because it's the final re-up or let walk, and then um, 
I'm going to lock the phone lines after this one. So we're going to cluster these guys together. So bear with me. I'm going to cluster them. And I'm not talking about number seven. If you're watching the show, if you're listening, there's a picture up here of number 18, number seven, and number 27. We are talking about 18 and 27. That is DeMonte KZ and Jaron Curse. We'll start with DeMonte KZ. And this may not be a good time to ask this question because he got the DUI. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's not favorable for KZ, but lots of one-year deals on that back end with Hooker, KZ, and Curse. Re-up or let walk DeMonte KZ. We're talking DeMonte KZ. We're talking DeMonte KZ first, guys, in the chat. We'll get to 27 later. DeMonte KZ, re-up or let walk? Trucker wants to re-up on KZ. Will says let him walk. Hens on Hooker. Yeah, and that's the thing. I didn't even bring up Malik. Keep both of them, uh, Doug says. Keep KZ. I'm torn. Fresh wants him to walk. I'm torn, just like the chat's torn. Because I am big on having a roof guy. And it's funny that Black Blue says he's a progress stopper. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think progress stoppers to me are guys that aren't really impactful. I think KZ has been impactful. Um, and they're in the way of other guys like I know who you're thinking of here. Israel Mukwamu. We'll know more about Izzy. Now, listen, T-Mac, don't do that to me, T-Mac. You follow me on Twitter. He said draft Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. I'm not going to get into this draft for just two yet, but Kyle Hamilton is my guy. I trade up for Kyle Hamilton and get all these safeties. Um, but I think you got to bring back one of Malik Hooker or KZ. I need to have somebody on that roof I trust and say, you're going to battle Izzy. If Izzy's going to be my free safety, my roof guy, then you have to battle him. But if if Dan Quinn looks at Izzy, and we're talking about Israel Mukwamu, as your move around guy, I can play him in a slot, bring him down the box, put, then maybe you're not really looking at him in that way. Maybe he plays the Malik Hooker role. So then it's even more important to keep KZ. So that's a tricky one for me. I'm kind of on the Neil train, like with Neil. Not sure yet. But if you ask me right now, Sky, make a decision. I think I'd bring him back. I think I'd bring KZ back. I do like him back there. I do like his leadership, his experience. He's not in good graces from the DUI and then that play that he gave up. But I think I'd bring him back. I didn't include Hooker, but if you want to include Hooker, Obviously, if I'm bringing back KZ, I'm probably not bringing back Hooker, so I let him walk. That's where I'm at with it. We'll get to cursing a little bit. Uh, eight, three, one. What it is? What it do? Eight, three, one. Eight, three, one. Okay, thank you, thank you. Good morning, Skywalker. How you doing? Good morning, man. I'm good, brother. How are good you? Good morning. Good morning. Beautiful. I'm doing wonderful. Happy Friday to everybody and uh. This is a, a great time during our bye week. I think, uh, you know, I've called in in the past, and uh, you and I have, have have talked about, you know, this, this bye week coming up, you know, and as the trading deadline is near us here at uh, November 2nd, you know, we got to really, this is the time where we really got to be very mindful and make some bright decisions for this football team, not only for, what is left 
of the uh, second half, you know, of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what we're talking about this morning about, you know, uh, uh, having these uh, players, it's going to walk and who we keep. I truly believe that, you know, you got DeMarcus Lawrence getting paid $20 million plus a year. And so far, you are seeing right now what we're doing with uh, a lot of our injured players and what we have. Uh, the decision to start spreading the money around and and not allocating big money to to, to big players uh, and starting to get more of uh, 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 players like, for example, I think Randy Gregory. There's yeah. no doubt in my in my that for he has sure. the for right. Listen, for sure, you sign Randy right. Gregory. But let me ask you this, brother. Let me ask you a question: Are the people that are filling in for Demarcus Lawrence the, the Terrell Bashams, Bradley and Nyes, um, the Golsons, are they outperforming what you think the Marcus Lawrence could be? Uh, absolutely not. Not because the Marcus Lawrence uh, is the type of alpha, alpha dog player that we need in there because, you know, I think, uh, you know, if you look at the Marcus Lawrence as a pass rusher getting paid and the kind of money he's getting paid, as fans we expect – you know, double double digit sacks. But what Demarcus Lawrence does is not only is he is he a key player on run defense. Yeah. He creates havoc. He opens. You know what I mean. He opens things for other people. So um, I can't wait for them to get back. Uh, agree with you on the KC. You know, uh, it's unfortunate that this happened. Hopefully, it was an honest mistake. Uh, do not know the situation. I don't know if you've heard anything. We haven't heard anything on him. Uh, whether there's going to be anything with the NFL, any suspensions or anything like that. I, I doubt it anytime soon, but maybe keep your ears open next year, or, or but I don't know if anytime soon. Absolute. Uh, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll share this last, this last question. I'll let you uh, yep, real go quick. ahead with that. Real quick. With, with the day. Um, so in terms of, I think the one thing that I've been, I've been really, uh, I guess, preaching about and hoping uh, is this trading deadline and going and making these, making a trade that's going to really uh, uh, get our team to the next level and compete in that NFC uh, just overall. So I'm hearing rumors. Obviously, there's just rumors. Uh, you know, you, you, you hear about Joe Hayden. You hear about trading uh, an offensive lineman. You hear about, uh, a, you know, this whole Gallup thing is just, Hey, I'm not trading. Yeah, I'm not trading anybody. But who you want to trade for? Who's the rumor you want to trade for? I'm telling you what. I I would love to trade for uh um to trade for a a a, a big uh, a a strong defensive defensive tackle that okay. can come in there a one or a three technique right. and or a big time corner if that's what we got to do. I I'm, I'm a boss man fan. I like the Mac at Kentucky even though he didn't play much. Uh, what he showed is, is this. I think this young man has the potential to be that type of a corner that right. can develop. But you're talking about a defensive a tackle or a corner. That's who you want to trade for. That's the question I was getting. That, that's what yes, absolutely. Okay. I think that I think if we get anyone, any big player that can come in there, that can solidify that interior of our uh, of our run defense or be that opposite of Diggs, it'll lock up the back end. Or it'll strengthen our our uh, run game, and I think that'll make it a lot stronger, Scott. All right, man. Hey, appreciate the call, brother. Absolutely.
Have a good weekend. God bless. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know that you, I don't know that there's a corner out there right now uh, that 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 you need. I think Anthony Brown is playing well enough that you don't need to trade for a corner. But if, uh, if you can get a cheap, great corner, then yeah. But I don't really see that happening. But defensive tackle, that's a different story. You can probably get someone on on the cheap for a DT if you're if you you know want to upgrade from Brent Urban type. One of the names I saw floated around was Michael Brockers. I've always been a huge fan of Michael Brockers. I don't know what his contract looks like. I don't I don't know what it's going to cost. He was traded for a seventh round pick, but that'd be a guy I'd be interested in, interested in if I'm looking to upgrade from say a Brent Urban. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Real quick though, I was writing this down as I was thinking because. I let the way that Dan Quinn is utilizing Malik Hooker get to me. And I was reading in the chat because some people were saying Hooker over KZ. And I'm like, yeah, before the season, I was saying that. Why? What's changed? Well, you know what's changed? I don't think they're playing Malik Hooker like I thought they would. I still believe in roof Malik Hooker over roof KZ. They're probably, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about the guy playing that single high. If they play Malik Hooker that way, I would take Malik Hooker over KZ still, but they're not playing him that way. He has more snaps in the box. And I was just thinking that as this was going on, I'm like, wait, wait a minute now. If, I, if I'm going to play somebody on the roof, I still want it to be, to be Malik Hooker. So I just wanted to get that out. just want to get that out. I might have switched up on my re-up or let walk. I might re-up on Hooker like more. All right, we're going to lock these phone lines up. And we are going to... Move forward on the re-up or let walk. And this isn't, I don't know. Some people, some people feel differently about him. But uh, the other guy, number 27, J. Ron Curse. Hmm? Re-up or let walk, J. Ron Curse. Our final re-up or let walk of the bye week. I To me, this is a no-brainer. Problem is, no-brainer. And yes, I would love to have him back. But is he playing himself out of Dallas? Is he playing himself out of Dallas? It very well may be possible. He's the leading tackler on the team. 39 tackles, four tackles for loss, four quarterback hits. Um, he's showing his versatility. He's showing improvement from his career. He He's always been kind of a good tackler, a good around-the-box guy. Uh, I, I think his coverage has been better this year. Not perfect, but he's had real good opportunities, and he's come, come, uh, come up big. He's a leader. We are seeing big time that he's a leader and he's an attitude changer. I think KZ, Hooker, and Curse are responsible for this defensive back attitude change. So I want to keep him, you know. Realistically, how much will it cost? I, he, he may have priced himself out of Dallas. He may not price himself out of another you know, franchise, but there's a threshold that Stephen Jones has, and he may have priced himself out. It's six games. Things can change after six weeks, but this is why it's the bye week and we'll talk about it. But I'll bring him back. I'm reing up J. Ron Curse. Easy. Uh, you guys are saying re-up. Got to keep Curse. Curse is going to get a nice bag. See, Fresh, if he's going to get a nice bag, I don't think he's going to be back. Remember, my guy, I love. Donovan Wilson is in the tuck. I hate to say he's in the tuck because he was a starter. But he is in the tuck. So if he says, hey, man, I want 6.5 a year over three, four years. Steven Jones not doing that. Don't say why. I got Donald Wilson. Um, let's hope he doesn't play so well that we can't pay him. I disagree, Jesse. And I have this conversation every year, Jesse. 
I want these dudes to play out of their damn mind. To the point, somebody look at J. Ron Curse like, man, I want to make you a top five paid safety. Because you know what that means? He plays so goddamn good. It's going to help your team win, right? I want all these dudes to play so damn well. People around the league, like, I got to pay this man money. out. I, I got to pay him so much to get him away from Dallas. You know when that usually happens? When the team wins the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. When the team wins the Super Bowl, no matter what role you played, yesterday's price is not today's price. When the team wins the Super Bowl, you could be the fourth wide receiver. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Mm-mm. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Ask Larry Brown. For those who don't know who Larry Brown is, go do your history on the Cowboys. Super Bowl MVP, opposite of Dion, got paid. His price wasn't the same. Uh, seven one four. What you got for seven one four? Oh hey, Will, how's it going? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Doing great, man. Um, so I have a more of a roster question. Um, I'm kind of looking ahead to next off season already, but uh. You know, I really like this roster, man. I, I I really like how these guys are just meshing in well. And, um, you know, I'd hate to see most of them go. And um, uh, I think we've seen this with Tom Brady in New England and even, even with uh, Tampa Bay where, you know, you hear about players getting pay cuts uh, just so they can – or they restructure their contracts. Restru- right? so yeah, Mike can, Evans, does, he did that. Yeah. Tom doesn't take a. I mean, but, um, but he's different. Tom been playing for forty five years. He he got money. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but do you think, uh, like the highest paid players on the Cowboys, do you think they could go that route? You know, and keep keep like the key players, like like a Michael Gallup or like a like a Dalton Schultz or like a, a Randy Gregory. Sure. You think they could go go that route? And yeah. I'll I'll just finish off my question. Keep it short so other people can thank you get some calls in all right thank you all thank you man love it love those type of calls yeah i do i think certain players D- dak prescott because you can't do it for everyone like I'm trying to think maybe who's on the team if jalen smith was still around you can't restructure that deal because there's no way you view jalen smith as a part of your future so there's players I think that can do that. Mike Evans can restructure his deal because Mike Evans ain't going nowhere. He's young enough. He's good enough. He's going to be around. Dak Prescott can do it. I'd argue Zeke can do it. Um, D-Law's a tricky one. He's the one you probably would ask later. Uh, Mari Cooper can do it. So you can find money to bring back guys if you want to bring back Dalton Schultz. I think you got to kick Jarwin off the bridge, though. Uh, who else is out there? You want to bring back Randy Gregory? You need to do it. Not too many. I mean, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, Zach Martin. They do this every year. So, yeah, there's guys that can absolutely do it. Absolutely. Um, three eight five. What you got for us? Hey, what's up, Scott? Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Loud and clear. We got you. 
Hey, what's up, Skyle? I my opinion is I think we keep KZ. I like how they or not KZ curse. I'm sorry. I think we keep him. I I like how we're we're moving him around everywhere. He's making big plays. You know, we've been missing that from like a dominant player for a long time. Him and a Micah mixture. You, you got to keep it. Yeah, yeah. You know the, what I mean? This, I don't this know. New influx of of a, the attitude change, the demeanor is real, and KZ's a part of it. Yeah, it is, and and I love it. I know that we're ranked thirtieth in the pass or or whatnot, you know. But I think I think we'll, we'll I think we can adjust to that as the season goes longer. Yep. But as of right now, I like I like the mixture, man, and it's not gonna it's gonna make it better when we get Neville when we get. The law back, you know. I don't know how Tristan Hill is gonna mix into all of this, but you know we're getting some pieces back that's gonna help our secondary. Yeah, indeed. You know what I mean? So I, I love it, and I just want to tell you that I love your show. I listen to it every day. I'm from Utah. I, I love it, man. Like you, you ball out, man. Keep Thank doing you, man. what you're doing, and Cowboy Nation, rock on, baby. Thank you, good brother. Appreciate that call all the way from right, Utah. I haven't heard that one too. on here yet. Thanks, man. Uh, Super, Super chat, chat from Aegon the First. Man, you just got me right in my Game of Thrones bag. I watched Game of Thrones like three times already. I'm trying to give it like a year rest. I'll probably run it back. Uh, he says, I think we have to keep in mind compensatory picks. If some guys ball out and go elsewhere, we've done well with this. these picks. I trust Will McClay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that could happen. There's a couple guys that could happen. Just hope it's not one Randy Gregory. I'll be real with you. Uh, let's get six before we kick anybody off the bridge. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. We want to kick nobody off the bridge, Marcus. We got to get gotta stay focused. But I, I felt like let me kind of shake some things up this week. There's no, there's no one to talk about in regards to the games, so let's 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 mix it up. Good conversations. I think this is some good conversations. Um, we're going to go two eight one and close out with two one zero two eight one. What it is? What it do? Good morning, Skywalker. Good morning. Good morning. This is Terrence, the Doc Williams, again. What's up, Doc? Man, you got that voice, Doc. <laughs> it's good to be back on here with you, my brother. Thank it's you, bro. It's Friday. I love the conversation. And this is, you need to get an award for the show. So I'm putting it out first. Wow. Thank you, man. Yeah. Let's just say that. But we're going to curse. Can't let that guy go. Because I think he's a tutor the next safety that comes in. Because he can't duplicate what what he's given us right in the box, out the box, holding the safe. I mean, holding the tight end. You can't beat that. We're gonna need that going forward. Yeah, and and another thing he has durability. As much as I love Donovan Wilson, he plays with this reckless abandonment, and he he gets himself hurt. J. Rod's been a very durable player, so yeah. Played every game and rarely ever see him with an injury, which is in football, that's the canary in the coal mine situation, if you think about it. But I think that this is going to be a great year, regardless. Um, I'm kind of paranoid a little bit about the cast that, that Dak has because I've had his cash ring myself, and that ain't easy. Yeah. It's, it's like a pamper. I promise y'all, so, I will. I will get to the bottom of some things if we can we'll we'll you know stay 
ready in case some news breaks or whatever. But, yeah, I'm a little nervous. Uh, but he said he'd be fine, so I'm riding with that. But next week around Wednesday is when the real news will drop how Dak's feeling. So just just stay tuned. We got time. We got time got on time. our side. I don't, wanna have, uh, I don't want this call to go too long, but very impressed with the team, man. 5-1 is a beautiful thing. Yes, indeed. And uh, Cowboy Nation, stay cool. Everybody be cool because this ride is going to be a beautiful ride. Now, I do have one more thing to say before I let you go. November the 15th is my birthday. When is it? I've never been to a game. November the 15th. Okay. I'm a Scorpio. Same here. Oh, yeah. By the way, Game Game of Thrones was my favorite, too. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But uh, on November 14th, my wife don't know I know, but she's trying to surprise me. We will be in Big D. Hey. Doc, coming through Big D, you got to stop. Doc, you got to stop by the uh, Game Day Live at Texas Live to check out me and Jesse, man. Come through. I'm coming through to see you, and I'm bringing the fam with me. There we go. So be prepared. My man. God Walker, keep doing it, and God bless. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate you, man. Man, man when, when Doc come on, I, I got to stop and just listen, man. He got that smooth, like, like, like Marcus said, he got that smooth jazz. You are now listening to A to Z Sports Live. And we're going to head on now to some smooth R&B. Ladies, if you listen. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's like, nah, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, man, Doc is awesome. Yeah, come through. Listen, let me drop this real quick. If you are in the Dallas area, man, come through. Game day lives are popping. Where else you want to go? Don't nobody do it like us, bro. Oh my goodness. We beat the brakes off y'all. Walk that trip. got to do it man you got to do it I'm, I'm not just saying that you got to do it appreciate you doc uh 210 close us out 210 what's up man or woman hello sky yep what's going on 210 hey man what's going on man hey quick real quick um so i know we we're talking about all these restructures on that do you think cooper restructured his contract since his since his contract no longer guaranteed i think after he, this season? i think he can you know, I think Dallas, man, that was such a beautiful contract because, yes, he got paid a lot of money up front, but after this year, there's no guarantee. So they could play with that. They can say, you know what, I'll move a lot of the, the rest of your money. Uh, we can make it guaranteed or we can we can prorate this, prorate that. They could play with it. Um, I think if they yeah. want to free up some money, I don't know what the cap situation looks like for Cooper next year, they can. So, yeah, I can see Coop. Could be no why. Here's why. Because Coop is going to be around for a long time. That's why. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying because I know, like, in the beginning of the season, or it might have been in, or, or late in the offseason when they restructured, I believe it was Zeke and Dak. I mean, and I think Dak would do anything and everything to bring back, like, like Gallup and, and Wilson and Noah Brown and, you know. I will be very, very shocked if, if, they re, if they bring back Gallup on a, like, $15 million, $14 million deal. Now, if you get him for 10 or lower, sign me all up for it. But because uh, but I just I have a hard time. I do. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe Gallup says screw screw everything. 
I want to come back to Dallas, and I'll play on the Terrence Williams type of deal. If y'all don't remember that, go look at Terrence Williams' deal. It wasn't that great. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and one more thing, Steph, before I let you go. So I know we mentioned about letting Connor Williams go. Uh-huh. But we move over. If we move Connor McGovern over to left guard, he's never really played that position, not even in college, correct? Uh-huh. Don't you think he would struggle? No, 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 no. McGovern played across the line at Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure he played. I, I, guard. I know I know. I was – because I was looking at some, some draft history from Connor Williams, and they said he played all five – he could play all five positions coming out of college. Now, we've seen what he could do at center. I mean, obviously the snaps weren't that great. The blocking there is just the snaps aren't great. And we're anxious to see what McGovern could do at, at center because he done it in college. He just hasn't had a snap in the NFL. Not he's played he's played guard in college too, and and that's the other thing you just talked about. He played center in college as well, whereas Connor Williams really didn't play center like that. McGovern has an entire year in college at the center position and multiple years at the guard position. So um, I think McGovern can slide. I mean, I don't I don't know if McGovern can slide in and be better than Tyler Biotis, but I'd kind of like to see the competition next year. Okay, yeah, I, I'm just trying to keep. Honestly, I'm just trying to keep as much as receivers I can and Connor Williams. I know y'all are going to hate me for that. No, but. I don't hate you for it, but you, you want to pay Connor, let's say his market value right now is $10.5 million. You cool with paying Connor, and, and, and because you paid the ten, you got to let Randy go? No, I would right. rather pay Randy. Right, or you got to, you know, or you, you cool with paying Connor, and, and, you know, Steven said, you know what, man, I I don't know who free agents are, but. I will use this seven million to 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 sign a high profile free agent, or I could use this seven million to bring back Jaron Curse. So it's going to be Connor versus some of these other guys, right? And right now, I don't know if I'm taking Connor over some of these other guys. Yeah, I'm just worried about Connor McGovern moving into left guard because I don't. Interesting. I don't, did he, did I don't he, he played? Did you see the game he played against the Bucks? He played guard last year and played well. Why why are you nervous about McGovern? Well, not just saying I left guard, specifically I left guard, because that's where Connor Williams plays. We're talking about if we remove Connor Williams right. and put governing in that left guard, that's what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, I'm not, I mean I, at right guard, we've seen what McGovern could do, right? We've seen he replaced um, so, Mark Martin. There so before. guard to go, and this is why I really, really, really wanted to have Duke on here. From an untrained eye, I don't think guard to guard is a difficult transition. I think tackle to guard or guard to tackle is much more difficult, especially on opposite sides. I could be wrong. I'm no professional, but I don't think it'd be much of a, of a difficult transition for McGovern to play left guard if he's played right guard for a lot of his, his life. But that's just me. That's just my opinion on it. If you think that's the case, I, you know, I, I, I want to see it. I want to see the competition at some point, uh, maybe not this year, but next year. Okay. I mean, if not, we still got. I want some cake. I think you know, gone waiting to play some guard too. <laughs> and he was a tackle no. at first, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Be interesting. So, but all right, uh, well, let's go, man. Good Thank show. You. Thank you, good brother. Appreciate the call. All right, that's going to wrap it up for our for our re up or let walk segment. I think the last two days were productive, Cowboys Nation. We got some ideas out there. We talked it through. At this bye week, uh, now, next week, it's on to Minnesota. Minnesota. I think that's how they say it up there. Uh, it's on to Minnesota. 
Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, rookie of the year from last year, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Kubiak. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be a lot to talk about next year with this matchup. I cannot wait to dive into it. We'll try to get some Vikings reporters or podcasters on to talk about the matchup. Um, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the the bye week show. Uh, really tried to get Duke on here to kind of keep going with the interviews this week. But if you missed the Bohanna interview yesterday, it seemed like a lot of you guys enjoyed that. I had a I had a blast interviewing Bohanna on and off the record. Uh, on the record, obviously you've seen it off the record. We had some conversations, but really good dude. Um, check that out. It's it's located. It's not in the description, but it's on the channel. You can just click right on that and watch the interview. We'll try to keep doing things like that, right? We'll try to keep doing things like that, man. Good stuff, y'all. Good conversation. Good conversation. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, you really like this one. Huh? He, he want me to play that. We still them boys. I got you. And while I'm playing that, make sure y'all hit that like button, man. Sub up. Hey. The haters is hollering at you. Tell me. Ain't nobody calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, are you still involved? Calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still involved? Y'all usually check on me. Listen, check listen, 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 listen. I'm still involved. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, if my lady's watching, she's probably like, I am sick and tired. I done played this song about a hundred times this week. I'm not lying to you. Y'all think I'm playing. If I had a ringtone, I don't use ringtones no more. That will be my damn ringtone. Love it. Um, I'm going to try to get B on. Brian brought us. I, I call him B. I'm going to try to get B on. Um. He has a certain date. He's mostly available, and he'll. I'll get him. We'll, we'll get him on here, and we'll talk some football. He's a very busy man. They got, they got Brian, bro. They got Brian doing everything on 105 through the fan. I respect him. See what she said. It's Friday. It's feel good Friday. I'll see. My lady right there said, "I'm sick of it." I'm sorry, baby. Hey, it's it's an amazing song. It's the gospel. It's the gospel. I got to get that You Can't Stop the Rain. I promise I'm going to get that, Marcus. All right, man. Time for one of my favorite parts of uh, Friday, Feel Good Friday on the way out. And that is Feel Good Friday. What has you guys feeling good going into the weekend? Huh? Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah, Rick. I got to take him to church sometimes in here, man. Uh, Paco called Brian Ben Franklin. Yo, we had Brian on last year. Maybe it might have been early this year, but I think it was last year on Late Night Hype. Right after his five hours he does on, uh, man, he's so good. Right after his five hours he did on 105 Through the Fan, you could tell, man. It must have been a wild show. His hair was wild. And he definitely looked like Ben Franklin. That was not Uncle Charles. Uh, my guy, CJ Richards, feels good, got to be a chair dad, gold lady, Cavs. And anytime yeah. your children are involved in any athletics or sports or after schools or extracurriculars, that stuff feels great, man. That stuff feels great. 
Marcus says the rest of the division is hot garbage. Definitely. Uh, Adrian says casino action this weekend. Be careful, Adrian. Be careful. Casino can reel you in, man. I love poker. I'm a poker player. Uh, I don't normally go play slots or blackjack. I usually play blackjack if I come up on poker and I'm like, let me put a couple dollars on blackjack. Roulette, I don't play none of that, man. I am poker. I love poker. Too much sometimes. Too much. Uh, Let me see. Feel Good Friday. Jacob, Feel Good Friday. My wife and I finally found a babysitter and going out to... Babysitter stuff ain't no joke. Hey, congratulations on finding a babysitter. Let me see some more here. Scotty La- Scotty Laxton. Football Sunday with no worries. Yeah, that always feels good. Let's say, knowing our Cowboys are 5-1, and one, going to the bye, leading the East. Yes. 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 Uh, the Cowboys could have a four-game lead come Monday. Ain't that wild? Like, like. You, the Cowboys win like three, four more games. Division's over. So, 806 boys. Halloween costume, ba- costume bash tomorrow. Quick story. Back in my, in my other life, when I was a DJ slash host slash promoter and all that stuff, I used to do a lot of Halloween parties. Whole lot. Why? Well... Because my birthday is around Halloween. That's right. Next week, we will be live. It's going to be fun. Next week's going to be so fun. Be live on Tuesday. Sky's birthday. Me, speaking the third person. So we'll have a birthday show, obviously. And then on Sunday, the Cowboys versus the Vikings. Yes. Yes. Vikings. On Halloween, I'm trying to get Jesse Holly to dress up. Jesse said he might wear a hat or something like that, but I'm, I might go all out for y'all. Have some fun with it on uh, Sunday's game, which is on Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun to uh, to do with you guys. People don't know my age. I'm not telling y'all. I'm not even going to tell you on Tuesday. I'm going to just let y'all know it's my dang on birthday. And y'all just going to have to keep that. Keep that uh, mystique going. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all coming through on this Feel Good Friday. About to head on up out of here. Oh, y'all probably like, what am I feeling good about? I'm feeling good about why I got to get the hell up on out of here. Is I'm traveling back to PA. See the fam. That's right, man. So in uh, literally two hours, I got to get the hell on up out of here. Catch my plane. And I'm heading back to Pennsylvania for the weekend. Uh, But I'll be back next week. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I will be back live Every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central-ish. Y'all know I'm I'm real tight on the ish, right? Uh, thank you, uh, Trey. Appreciate it, man. Safe trip. Thank you. <laughs> Stevie Mac says, Sky is 42. You know, I blame Okoye Media, who I might have on next week. I blame I blame Okoye. We got a group chat, and I'm and every time we get in there, like, yo, Sky, my bad, dog. People think you about 40-something years old. I know. Y'all got them thinking I'm 40-something years old. I'm not 40. And now I'm a lady in here line. I'm not 23 either. Getting the hell up out of here. Hey, love y'all. Appreciate the calls. Appreciate the subscriptions. Appreciate the likes. If you haven't, hit that like button. All the donations. All the day ones, the new regulars, the old regulars. Y'all have been amazing. Enjoy this stress-free buy 
and have a good time. Stay blessed, man. Appreciate y'all. Let me press that button. We out. We are out. Love you guys. Won't hear from me until Monday. Monday, 8 a.m. We'll be back. But Sunday, Mauricio will be back up in here, man. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Be kind. Stay up. Peace. Shout out to my mind guy. Hey, we out, baby. Peace. I want me some glory hope.